Good afternoon, passengers. This is Captain Bot 5000 speaking. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air, which is troubling considering the cockpit used to have a floor. Have a nice flight. My name is Aaron. With me, as always, is my Zamboni. Cameron, how are you doing today, honey? Zamboni. Yeah. I'm clearing the ice. <laughs> <laughs> World still turns. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Christopher Plummer. It was good, yeah? Uh, yeah that was a great, yeah. that was a great was like, Christopher yeah. Plummer. I know. <laughs> you know, Marjo Gortner. <laughs> Who? He was uh, acting in Star Crash. Ah, yes. He looks a lot like the hero of today's film. Yes, he does. Or show. Yeah, yeah. I still don't know if we're watching movies or TV shows. Someone needs to explain to me what the difference is. <laughs> um, so as you might notice, we did not do Dr. Quinn Medicine. No, one. because Pluto only starts at a season four. And we only do pilots, so... I mean, like, I guess I could have put more effort into finding out if it had season yeah, one. Yeah, like, you could have. When I go to Just Watch and it says there's three seasons, mm-hmm. I'm assuming that's the first three seasons, not the last <laughs> three seasons. So well, that was my fault. You'd be wrong. But this, the show that we did today, mm-hmm. the greatest American hero. Yes. Shouldn't it be alien hero? <laughs> you think. <laughs> um, the greatest American hero. This actually was one I was going to pick, though, Jesus. for next week. Because it turns out Moon Knight doesn't come out till the last Wednesday in... Seriously? So I needed a filler uh, <laughs> between the two. Okay. So I was going to trick you. I was going to be like, oh, we're going to do a superhero movie uh-huh. show, and then it was going to be this dumb, dumb thing. Right. But instead we were scrambling this morning. I, was like, I wasn't scrambling. You weren't scrambling? You were scrambling. <laughs> you were sc- I was scrambling. I was scrambling. So do you want to tell people about this show, The Greatest mm. American Hero? Yeah. A lone crime fighter battles the forces of evil with the help. Wait, well, then he's not alone, is he? (laughs) With the help of a virtually indestructible in our... Honey. What? That's... That's Knight Rider. (laughs) (laughs) That's a Knight Rider synopsis. um, Just... uh, Yeah, it's the same thing. (laughs) But he doesn't have an indestructible car. He has an indestructible suit. He has an indestructible <laughs> suit with the help of an asshole old man. I thought I had changed that, but apparently no. I had not. Okay, we'll do the episode the synopsis. The episode synopsis okay. is correct. Yeah, okay. The pilot episode of the series, it says, School teacher Ralph Hinckley meets FBI agent Bill Maxwell on a field trip to the desert where they are met by a UFO that gives them a mission and a red costume with amazing powers. The new team must then use those powers to thwart a conspiracy. Yes. That's maybe what happened. I'm not, I don't think that's what happened. (laughs) I don't think that's what happened. You were screaming for this to end by the end. Yeah. Mm. And and we didn't even get to the end. No, because they combined parts one and two for just episode one. And that's an hour and a half. Fuck that. We don't have that time. So we made it 45 minutes. Yeah, it's exactly. Because that's the net, that's half. That's half of half, it. Half of it, mm-hmm. so. That's where it would have been uh, broken up yeah. if it was in syndication. Exactly. I 
honestly thought this might have been a 30-minute show. Like, w- when I picked it, I didn't know it was going to be... So long? 45 minutes, let alone an hour and a half. I certainly uh. didn't think it was going to be an hour and a half. Yeah. Uh, this show stars William Cady mm. as Mr. Hinckley, later to be Mr. Hanley, mm. because of the assassination attempt on... I shouldn't laugh at that. <laughs> Ronald Reagan, uh, John Hinckley. So, like, right. this show was like, uh, let's call him Hanley instead. Because the greatest American hero tried to assassinate the president, and in the very first episode, he's trying to foil the plot of a vice president. Yeah. Mm. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, I think there is, like, an assassination yeah. thing going on in yeah. this, too. That's kind of weird. Yeah, so I think they had to distance themselves. <laughs> um, he was in the movie Carrie uh, from the 70s version, uh, the movie uh, stage musical Pippin. Mm-hmm. And he was in a bunch of the Perry Mason movies as Paul Drake Jr. Ah, as Jr. Eh? I guess Paul Drake O'Ridge Aww, had passed away at that no. point. But he did a bunch of them, uh, and I always like to include yeah. when it's uh, yeah. when, when something was done. Also, mm-hmm. he was one of the people seriously considered to play Luke Skywalker <laughs> in Star Wars. Like there was definitely a type. Lucas was going for. Yeah, he really wanted the blonde hair, blue-eyed boy. But there's like, there's just like a boyishness too to that. Like Really? Because um, I, I think I, the curly hair was throwing you off. I think the curly hair <laughs> lost him the role of Luke Skywalker. Yeah. I think he could easily have played Luke Skywalker. Mm. I just don't think anyone would be able to look at that kind of like, <laughs> the, that blonde circus clown curly haircut <laughs> that he had going on. Going too far there, babe. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to offend anyone with curly hair out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it was pretty crazy. <laughs> uh, we also have Robert Culp as Bill Maxwell. He was in Columbo and uh, an episode of the, the Love Boat. Okay. And then we have Connie Selica as Pam Davidson. Mm-hmm. She was in All About Christmas Eve. And also a, like, I, I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus or something. Okay. Maybe. I didn't, again, I was just trying to get this information, like, during brief to-be commercial breaks. <laughs> so, uh, this was released September 26th, 1982. Actually, that's wrong. It came out, that was, that, that was Night Rider. <laughs> <laughs> this came out, I remember, actually, March 18th, 1981, because... March 18th was yesterday, so this is like the anniversary <laughs> wow. of the show. <laughs> Great. It's uh, awesome. The number one movie was 9 to 5 with by Dolly Parton. Excellent. And then the number one movie was Omen 3, The Final Conflict. Again, with these weird number one wow. movies that were going on back in the day. I'm, I'm kind of impressed by the number one movies back then. I'm not. You're they not. just had zero entertainment. <laughs> it feels like they had no they entertainment. They had nothing. Based... Case in point, this show. Yeah. <laughs> this show lasted for three years. Wow. Yeah, they were starved for entertainment. Starved for anything. <laughs> um, did, what were your predictions? You At one point, an alien spaceship comes down, <laughs> and you were like, oh my god, I got it like exactly I right. I nailed this. <laughs> I, I effing nailed this expectation. <laughs> I had no idea what this was. Yeah, you... Uh, like I, you didn't say anything. No. But when I said, "Oh, well, we can't do Doctor Quinn." Yeah. Put on the greatest American hero. Just your whole body language changed. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, and it was very much like, "What is this show? Right. Why am I being forced to put it on?" Yes. Like you didn't say anything. You didn't complain. But no. you, there was just very like noticeable like, <laughs> what is happening right now? 
All right, yet another dumb hero show that should be lost to the ages. Lots of sexism, racism, and only a young white man with the advice from an old white man can save the day. He gets powers from aliens. And, oh, what's this? There, what, what does it say? There's no way they would follow that well. They're dumb shits. Oh, that's, a, that's, that's something a else. That's, that's, <laughs> that's another note. note. <laughs> oh, that's good. I know exactly what you're talking about. That's his class. Yeah. <laughs> the way... Okay, well, I'm not going to get into it, because, like, most of my... No- I have zero superhero-related yeah. notes. It's all based on his students and his teaching. But, but yeah, I absolutely nailed that expectations. He gets his powers from aliens, yes. and he needs the help of an old man. <laughs> Even though there is a black man, the, sh- the yeah. show starts off very upset. It's very upset. Oh yeah, they have a whole bunch of white dudes, skinheads, skinheads, going after a black man in the desert in a dune buggy chase. Where I don't even chase. know how that works. How know. do you get into a dune buggy chase? <laughs> I guess if you see a bunch of dune buggies, you get in one, and then they all chase you. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I think, I think the idea of getting yeah. into a dune and buggy... then of course it goes into like Christian weirdness with yeah. them singing their songs. Onward, Christian yeah. soldier, while they go yeah. and kill a black guy and kill a black guy. That's yeah. how the show starts. Mm-hmm. Now this show says it is a comedy. <laughs> yeah, okay. And it starts with like a racial murder. Yeah, hate crime. A hate crime. Yeah, so... that's what they're called. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're called. So, yeah. It's, yeah, it was hilarious. I was like, oh my God, this is the funniest thing. That this, woman singing a creepy hymn oh all God. the while they're gunning this guy down. That's hilarious. Yeah. Comedy Central. Yeah. The, the, the only thing, oh, well, here's my prediction. Uh, I was only aware of this movie through its theme song. The Believe it or not, I'm walking on it. Oh, really? I just thought that was some dumb 80s song. No, I've been singing it for days. You should have seen this coming. Oh, God. <laughs> Ever since like, I was like, well, when are we going to put it in between Dr. Crit and Moon? I was like, Greatest American Hero. Oh, my God. I had that song stuck in my head. So, and like that song, I thought this show would be the tev- television equivalent of an earworm. Yeah. Like, it'd just be something that sticks with you long. Fortunately, it doesn't. No, it doesn't really stick with no. you. <laughs> um, we lucked out there. Basically, all my facts were based on uh, Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. Excellent. So, we can either do a quiz. Well, why don't we, we tell we them get... about the cool alien technology in this that automatic door locks. Automatic door locks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> power, automatic trunk opening. <laughs> power lights. <Yeah. laughs> Like, his lights go off in his car at one point. He's like, what's going on? I'm like, your battery died? I don't know. <laughs> like, because you're leaving it running. Like, I mean, like, your light's on and the car's not running. It's awesome. Um, and super loud alien technology. I think the UFOs are super diesel, loud. Powered. And then he's, like, coughing after their exhaust. And I'm like, what the hell, man? <laughs> We're traveling the cosmos on fossil fuels. <laughs> so I can give you some uh, pioneering female doctors, if you'd like. Yes, go for it. So our first doctor is Elizabeth Blackwell. Mm-hmm. In 1849, she became the first woman in the United States to be granted a medical degree. Ooh. This sounds very... Th- tell me if this sounds like mm. something um, you would think or say. Me? She, she, this, is, this, this feels modern to me. Okay. This feels like... Um, Contemporary. Okay. Basically, she became a doctor because a friend of hers got super, super duper sick, mm-hmm. and and they, they were like, "No, it's bicycle face." <laughs> basically, and she, she, so she's like on her deathbed, and she tells Elizabeth Blackwell, "I wish you were a doctor because I feel like I would have gotten better care if it had been a woman." Yeah. And then she died. 
Yeah. So then Elizabeth Black was like, I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to be a doctor. Yeah. So doesn't that feel yeah. a little bit like, yeah. unfortunately, feels uh, pretty current. Yeah. She was turned away by more than 10 medical schools. Mm-hmm. And one professor was like, hey, you know what you should do? Disguise yourself as a man <laughs> and then go and get, mm-hmm. you know, I think he was trying to be helpful. Right. But basically she said. And he was into it. He, he was into it. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, totally. Of course. Totally. Goes without saying. Yeah. But she said uh, to that suggestion, it was to my mind a moral crusade. It must be pursued in the light of day and mm-hmm. with public sanction in order to accomplish this end. Yeah. So we, she didn't want to do it in secret. She no. wanted to be like, no, women are capable yeah. of this and I want people to see yeah, that I women agree. are capable of this. Go Blackwell, go. <laughs> some, of, some, some of the stuff with her is iffy. So that's not true. Okay. I mean, overall, Uh-oh. yes. Okay. <laughs> She attended uh, Geneva Medical College in Western New York. The students there, they asked the male students, they're like, hey, man, is this okay? <laughs> and the, all the, the male students there thought it was a joke. Wow. So they're like, yeah, sure, why not? And then they're like, oh, oops. But <laughs> I guess it's like too late, can't call back seats. So like, right. like, you get on in there. Kind of like this quote. She never married, although she did have some suitors. Mm-hmm. She said, she does not imagine... She's going to make myself whole just at present. Get married. Okay. The fact is, I cannot find my other half here in only about a sixth, which would not do. (laughs) Nice. Which is a pretty baller way of saying none of you guys are equal to me. (laughs) None of you are worthy. (laughs) I agree. So I'm not getting married. (laughs) In the years after graduation, she struggled to find work, which is, you could imagine. Yeah. So she did what... I think is always smart. You, if you you have challenges, sometimes you have to adapt. Right. So she was like, okay, I'm not getting work. I'm going to create a school or mm-hmm. an infirmary specifically for indigent women and children, and it nice. serves the poor. And then once that kind of got going, then she got more clout. Yeah. And she was able to make the women's medical college, mm-hmm. which is great. And um, she spent a lot of her life in, uh, encouraging other women to pursue cool. their careers in medicine. Uh, later in life, she adopted a daughter named Kitty, mm-hmm. uh, partially because she was lonely and partially as domestic help. So hmm. <laughs> this is where this is where okay. Blackwell gets a bit okay. squiffy. Okay. She would not let Kitty date or socialize with people her own age. Okay. And this ended up leading to a somewhat love triangle because Elizabeth Blackwell met this man named Sax. Oh, God. And Kitty was 29 at this point. Blackwell was 55. Okay. And this guy, Sax, was 26. Okay. So Kitty was in love with Sax, but Sax was in love with Blackwell. Yeah, as he should be. Yeah. And and Blackwell's like, yeah, this is great. This is great. And she had a whole bunch of conversations with him about, uh, like, I, I can't remember, it was some, like, psychological topic. And then she published a book based on the conversations she had with him. What? And then dumped him. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So, um, but that's Elizabeth Blackwell. Okay. Now we have Rebecca Lee Crumpler, mm-hmm. who was the first African-American woman in the United States to hold an MD degree. Okay. Very much uh, similar to the other one. She yeah. saw a lot of people in her community who mm-hmm. were suffering and being mistreated and not mm-hmm. being cared for properly. Mm-hmm. And that that gave her the inspiration that I want to go do yeah. this. So what she did for a, a while is she became a nurse. Okay. And she was a nurse for eight years before she could go to the New England Female Medical College. Mm-hmm. 
Because they teach you different things at a female college. Exactly. <laughs> They're very specific. Because, you know, completely different types of medicine happen from a male college to a female college. Exactly. And that actually gets to our other, our other uh, <laughs> another doctor after this. And, and partly what, not only was it the suffering in her community, but also her husband and her stepson died. Um, her husband, I didn't say what her son Albert died of, but her husband Wyatt died of tuberculosis. Yeah. So she, in 1864, she became the only black graduate in the school's history. Nice. Following the Civil War. Uh, Wait, she, for their entire history? I, that was unclear. I wasn't sure. That just, or just up until that point. Well, clearly because up until that because point. Because if there's only one African-American that has ever been to your college in, in and you're still so, around. <laughs> 160 years. That I would say you have some issues. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> that I could. But Sound up until that. that point. Yeah, well, clearly up until that point. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, they, that That's worded poorly. Yeah, I don't know. You might have to do more research on yeah. that. But after the Civil War, she moved to Richmond to care for formerly enslaved people. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, she, sadly, mm-hmm. she suffered racism yeah. and sexism. But the, it taught her about providing care. Mm-hmm. And when she returned home to Boston, she had renewed vigor. Okay. She married a man named Arthur Crumpler later in life, and she said the secret to a successful marriage is to continue in the careful routine of courting days till it becomes well understood between the two. So always act like you're dating. That's a lot of work. That seems... You, you That's get a lot of work. That requires <laughs> shaving on a daily basis. <laughs> I, I disagree with her. I think you need to get to a point in your relationship where it's just like, we can just fart. <laughs> or you don't have to put on airs for one another, you know? They were, uh, after they died, so they were married for a very long time. Mm-hmm. After they died, uh, they were buried in unmarked graves. What? Until 2020. What? When donations had to be collected to erect gravestones for them. What? Isn't that insane? <sighs> 2020. Unmarked graves. Wow. And, and she was a prolific. Why writer. were they unmarked? I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. It didn't say. Wow. Was, I didn't get any information on that, except for that it was. And she was a prolific um, author or, or writer of right. medical journals. And our final uh, doctor was Mary Putnam uh, Jacoby. Mm-hmm. She, <laughs> I wish the rest of, I mean, she's an interesting person, but I wish there had been more information on that she got interested in biology when she was young. Because she wanted to dissect a rat to okay. get a glimpse of its heart. Oh. When, and this is like when she was like seven. Okay, so she could have gone two ways. She but fortunately, gone dark side. she went medical. <laughs> she totally, Good for her. She could have gone dark dark side. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, with the reluctant support of her father, uh, a renowned publisher, George Putnam, who called her desire to be a doctor or a repulsive pursuit. Either that or a serial killer. Let her be a doctor, man. <laughs> Maybe that's what it came down to. It was like, <laughs> dude, her, her room is dude, littered. Either with a the- doctor or a serial killer. Pick your poison, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, serial killer is less repulsive in my um, She received her medical degree from the Women's College of Pennsylvania, Medical College of Pennsylvania, uh, 1864, which I think, that was, wasn't that the same year as someone else? I don't know. Uh, determined to get a better education than she could in the United States, she also went to L'École de Médecine in uh, Paris and was the first woman to ever do so. Nice. So that was, that was good. Mm-hmm. She fought for her female peers mm-hmm. 
and she just felt that existing medical schools, female medical, women's mm-hmm. medical schools, cannot provide the same clinical experience as major hospitals. Okay. So she she also created the Association for the Advancement of the Medical Education of Women. Mm-hmm. Kind of like you said, I think yeah. like medical colleges for women in those days That's, were like, yeah. pr- probably like beauty shops. Yeah, probably. <laughs> like, it'll make you feel better if you just put on your makeup. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of her major accomplishments mm-hmm. is she debunked many myths regarding menstruation that oh. men wrote, of course. Oh, like, you know, traveling wombs? Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, the wombs move physically. Yeah, that's your uterus your moves. Yeah. There was a Harvard professor that she was uh, specifically uh, targeting with this. She laid out an, a counter-argument proving the stability of women's strength. Basically, they said mm-hmm. women couldn't even study when they were menstruating. Like, you could do nothing. <laughs> you know what? I kind of wish I wasn't <laughs> held up to that standard <laughs> during my period. I kind of don't want to do anything. Well, you can kind of blame her for this. So it would have been nice <laughs> to have some time off while I'm bleeding profusely. Yeah, her study basically said you can still do everything you could always do when you're menstruating. Ah, that bitch. <laughs> so you, she's you can blame for that one. She was. I mean, yeah, she's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> But also, but also, I don't want to have to do anything. Uh, she is more or less a contemporary of Elizabeth Blackwell. Oh, nice. Uh, but Blackwell felt that uh, a woman doctor was ideal because of femininity's innate humane value. So, oh, like, we're so maternal. Because we're, we're so we're, nurturing yeah. and caregiving. And, and mm. Jacoby was like, fuck that. Yeah. We should be doctors because we are equal to men and we shouldn't be set apart. Hell yeah. We're just as good. Hell yeah. And we're not like mothering or exactly. anything Exactly. Like now give me that ram. I want to see its heart. <laughs> I like her. Well, except for the Except menstru- for the menstruation <laughs> part. I mean, it was, it, it was uh, important, <laughs> but I can see your argument on that one. I always take off a day of work. Always. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, I don't want to sit there in this. In it's this. it's garbage. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Um, and the final thing was, uh, I thought this was really cool. Mm-hmm. Later in life, she was diagnosed with a malignant uh, brain tumor. Aw. Uh, but rather than just giving into despair, mm-hmm. she used her medical knowledge and experience oh, yeah. to publish a paper called The Descriptions of the Early Symptoms of meningeal tumor compressing the cerebellum. Wow. Which is really cool. So she was like, okay, I'm dead, Mm -hmm. but like, let me see how I Here's some information to help somebody else. Yeah, how can I help others? How can Mm -hmm. I help people identify this and everything like that? That's good. And then they burned her journals because woman, (laughs) you can't trust what a woman says. I mean, come on. (laughs) Only if they're being uh, completely feminine and maternal. Whatever. So anyway, so that was our Dr. Quinn uh, stuff. So let's talk now about the greatest American hero. Gabby, blonde hair, blue eyes. Whoa. What was that? Oh, my God. What was that ding? Oh, my God. Did you hear that? (laughs) It was the world being like, yes, blonde haired, blue eyes. (laughs) Your phone's a nasy. No. uh, And it's funny because, like, I don't understand why he's the greatest American hero. Uh, because he's trying to help these down and out kids. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, these kids who are like, you know, in their late 20s. <laughs> <laughs> who are uh, like living in Arizona mm-hmm. by way of Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, where does this take place? <laughs> I was very confused. It was weird too because like 
considering these kids special he, education special, that's the yeah first thing he, I that's wrote. okay so there these two teachers are walking down one of them's like bitching. and it's like oh why are you even bothering teaching Rhonda she love me Rhonda yeah yeah so clearly he's taken advantage of her in the past the, because uh, the like, first teacher the first teacher but the second teacher Mr Hinckley mm-hmm. He's not doing very good either because no. she kind of comes on to him later yeah. and he's like, I don't know what you think. No, going he on. was like, no, we're not doing this. But like, clearly she thinks that they should be because of the previous teacher, which uh, tells me that previous teacher okay. totally took advantage of her. Because I was thinking Mr. Hinckley had must have sent out some signals. No, to her. no. But you're right. I think you're right. The mm-hmm. initial teacher yeah. sent out those signals. That's why she, he calls her the love me Rhonda. And now she has mm-hmm. this um, thing where she has to have sex with the, the teacher, teacher so that she gets approval. Yes. Yeah. Comedy. Comedy. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And, Hilarious. And, yeah, they call these kids special education. And they're not. So it's not special no. needs or special education. No. Like you would think of it. It, it. it was basically... They're not on the spectrum. They're not autistic. They're, they're just kids that are kind of misbehaved. Yeah, they're just... But selectively. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. I mean, like, the class looked awesome. There was like 10 kids in his class. Yeah. Can you imagine in today's society having 10 kids? Yeah, but these are supposedly the dregs of society, 10 kids. And that makes them like the worst kids. So it's like having a room of 100 kids. Yeah, yeah. Because they're so horrible. But they only have one class. (laughs) <laughs> they only they only go to one class. Honestly, it's just basically sister act. It just is, without oh the God. fun singing. It is sister and act. And without Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> sister act two. Sister act two. <laughs> Back in the habit. <laughs> Back in the habit. Yeah, so basically the show's sister act two. Back in the habit. Except way worse. So he's like... so. This whole setup is like he wants to reach these kids. He wants to do well, and the yeah. the previous teacher is like, well, clearly I, fucks the students. Clearly fucks the students, mm-hmm. and had spent eight months, and they had just treated him like garbage. Mm-hmm. So Mr. Hinckley steps inside this class with these hoodlums, these thugs, <laughs> and he says, "Pack up your stuff. We're going on an unsanctioned field trip that's going to last overnight. Overnight, like in a- the desert, co-ed with kids I can't control." Yeah, he says it's a geology thing, but it's like, and this is why I'm like, I guess if you're in this group of kids, you don't have any other classes. And your parents don't give a shit. You don't have to have approval (laughs) to go on field trips. No. Overnight co-ed trips to the desert with your teacher. One chaperone. One chaperone. (laughs) Because, like, they get in their car and, like, that was not the music that was supposed to go over these scenes. No. Th- this definitely felt like Supernatural when they put it on streaming and they didn't have right. the rights to the original songs. Like, yeah. I'm sure that was supposed to be like mm-hmm. Beach Boys, like Help Me Rhonda or something right. like that there. And they were like, so they put like the worst. It's like, that doesn't even feel like contemporary to what's going on at, at, when this was filmed. It's like some weird generic like grunge music. Yeah. And um, they stop for lunch and I'm like, good God. They're not even where they're supposed to be yet, no. and they're stopping for <laughs> Well, they're lunch. driving from Brooklyn to Arizona. Yes. So clearly <laughs> it's way. a week long. It's a week long trip. So you got to stop for lunch. And then they get out into the desert, and it's dark, and you and I are like, is this an overnight? <laughs> yeah. But no, he was supposed to be back home at 6 o'clock. o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> but they were still in the desert. Way out in the desert. Way out in the desert at like 11 o'clock. It didn't seem like they ever arrived at their destination. No, they hadn't. (laughs) But like, what happens to their bus? It just like breaks down or something. The aliens stop it. Yeah, the aliens stop it. 
So then he's like, kids, I trust you. I'm abandoning you to the <laughs> desert. I'm giving you up to the desert. Immediately, I'm like, Rhonda, run! <laughs> Please, Rhonda needs to run. He's like, uh, he, he singles out the worst kid in class. Yeah. And says, you're in charge. <laughs> <laughs> and then he walks down a lonely stretch of road and manages to almost get hit by the only car on it. <laughs> Who happens to be an FBI agent. Who happens to a be an, fubby. Uh, yeah, a fubby that they had, like, <laughs> run into, like, At the luncheon. And this FBI agent, like, pulls a gun on a kid. And he was drunk. No, he wasn't. Well, later on when he He's was drunk driving. later after yes. he sees his dead friend walking around. His dead alien friend. Okay. So, <laughs> so he, he forgets about the kids in the desert that are yeah. being, like, being the children of the flies that's <laughs> going on in the desert right now. Lord of the Flies, babe. Oh, yeah. Children of the Flies. Both of them. Both of those. Lords and children Lord, of the Flies. Lords of the Flies. Rhonda's cowering under a rock somewhere. I'm she sure. better be hiding. And he's like, forget them. I'm going to help you with your car. Yeah. And then two Spencer's Gifts plasma balls yeah. descend from the sky. And they're loud and the exhaust is bad. They speak to them like Bumblebee in the Transformers yeah. movies where you can only talk yeah. like through like the radio. radio channels, yeah. And then it turns out it's the, the guy from the beginning. I think his name was Charlie. Was it? I thought the it was The guy David. got killed. It was, it was something like that. It doesn't even really matter. They don't care about him. They don't so, care about him. They don't him. care about they him. They don't care about him. In fact, they never find out who kills him. He can The talk. conspiracy that they're going after is the vice president's conspiracy, not this weird-ass religious cult who just performed a hate crime. They are completely unfazed by the alien contact thing. <laughs> it is a nuisance to them. The fact that they're, they're, his partner has come back as an alien zombie yeah. is beside the point. Mm -hmm. And so then later, when they're arguing over the suit, which they... They're arguing with the suit, and he has never even, like, really used it or chest tested it. They don't even know what the suit does. They're just like, right. it's my suit, it's your suit, it's so powerful, take over the world. And they're like, it's just a dumb suit. It's like, <laughs> you don't know anything about it. He's like, we're going to find out who who killed my partner. I'm like, you could have asked him. And they did. And he's like, nah, man, I'm going to go up and be an alien now. Don't worry about it. They're like, well, okay, then. He doesn't care who killed him. And then as soon as he walks away, then he's like, we're going to find out. <laughs> But it's like, yeah, he's like, I I'm dead. Yeah. But I'm going to go on vacation now to the cosmos. <laughs> yeah, why didn't the aliens make him the greatest American hero? Exactly. He's they already dead, so therefore invincible. <laughs> and that was my big question about the show. Why Hinkley? Yeah, I don't know. Why, why, they, they say Why Hinkley and the FBI Bill. agent. Yeah, they yeah. specifically orchestrated. I don't know how they knew he was going to do a spontaneous uh, field trip. I, You know, I don't yeah. know how... This all worked out. They're aliens, babe. They know, they know all. everything. They knew that uh, mm -hmm. the FBI guy's partner was going to get murdered. Yeah, they knew it. They knew that was going to upset Bill yeah. and he was yeah. going to get drunk. Yep, and they're like, no, you've got to save capitalism, Hinkley. <laughs> <laughs> Fossil save fuels, it. baby. Save it. Save it. So, um, yeah, so they're like, we gave you the suit. Only you can wear it, Hinkley. But, Bill, you have to be, like, teamed up. Yeah. You guys got to team up for this. Uh, and Because um, you need to get advice from an older man. <laughs> yeah, an older white man. Yeah, they both have to be white. They definitely both have to be yes. white. I, I, and then I didn't understand. Okay, so, so then like that, that aliens go away. Aliens go away. They're gone. And they just do not care. Nope. 
they like like Hinkley's like, yeah, I gotta go back to those kids now. <laughs> but then <laughs> he puts on the alien suit. He puts it on. And I was like, why? He seems why nothing are but you annoyed. Putting it on? He feels nothing but annoyance by this. But he still like is like, well, I guess I better put it on. And then he looks at it, he's like, I look stupid. And he does. Yeah, he does not I fill mean, it. He does not fill it out. I mean, he was honest. <laughs> <laughs> so then it's like the next morning that's when he's trying it on because mm-hmm. he goes to sleep he's just like yeah nothing happened he goes to sleep uh, his son is watching super friends mm-hmm. he breaks the fourth wall looks right at us it was disturbing and he's like i'm gonna go put on that suit so he puts on the suit then the kid mm-hmm. wants to get him he's locked the door he opens up the door he's like hold on hold on hold on he opens up the door he's in his boxers yeah but he still has the cape on I don't know how he took off the rest of his outfit without taking off the cape. I don't know either. Like, jokes have to make sense, right? Yeah. Oh, that was a joke? I think so. Oh. <laughs> I think this show thinks it's a comedy. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, with the hate crimes and, and, yeah, with all and, the, the, and the inappropriate relations with yeah, uh, teachers. teachers and, yeah. yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> hilarious. God, that's so funny. Can we talk about how Hinkley's wife is apparently a supermodel? Super <laughs> yeah. Did she leave him because she was a supermodel? She was following her career, so she dumped her kid, too. She, yeah, she dumped her kid. Yeah. Now, is this, is this a... I know it reflected, especially at the time, like the growing like divorce rate, mm-hmm. probably. But is this the first time there's really been a divorcee as like a main character of a show? Can you think of another? I mean, like, I, I was going to say Brady Bunch, but I think both their... <laughs> spouses died i think like, yeah, like at yeah. the beginning of the 70s i think it was like it's better just to say they died mm. than to say they had a divorce right and it also makes it cleaner for <laughs> i know it sounds crazy but like makes it cleaner for the writers where they don't have to deal with like exes like right where like marcia and all of them have to go off and like spend a weekend with that's true bill yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know what the first one of that was. Yeah, I thought it was interesting that they they did that in this mm-hmm. show. I was like, that, I wonder if that's one of the first instances of divorce. Maybe, but maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but it's weird. It supermodels a very weird and specific <laughs> career. I think they're trying to make Hinkley seem wanted. He, yeah, they really. Uh, but like. In a in a bad way, like they're not they're not nailing. Just because a pretty woman's with that dude doesn't mean that it's gonna make me be like I want to be with that dude. Do you think that's what the idea? I was? think so. I think so. Sort of like how if you get a whole bunch of like cheering, screaming girls in mm-hmm. front of like a boy band, mm-hmm. then it prompts others girls to scream and cheer right. for them too. So you can pay someone to, to yeah, or like professional mourners. Yeah, professional mourners, you know, all of that stuff. She is the I think that was the, the I think that was American the psychology hero. of this. Um, and he's the greatest American hero, so apparently he's gonna have a hot babe in the sidelines. Even his lawyer is super fun. Oh, is that Pam or whatever? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got to have the hot babes. The hot babes. And everybody wants him. <laughs> Rhonda, his lawyer, the supermodel ex-wife who's like, I still love you. I, I still don't understand why he's the greatest American hero. Uh, blonde hair, blue eyes. Uh, because oh, oh, they it, definitely specific. have they definitely have Nazi propaganda in this. They definitely uh, Because they, they quote a lot of 
Hitler's speeches and the radio the aliens, the aliens, the aliens do. are like na- Nazis. Yeah, the aliens are straight up Nazis. <laughs> so, because they're quoting a lot of Hitler. Yeah, like, they do. They do. I'm not kidding, guys. They quote a lot of Hitler speeches. There's way more Hitler speeches yeah. in this show than you might expect. <laughs> yeah, so I think that it's a very, uh, very racist. Because, <laughs> like, but like, he, um, what was also weird is I didn't really understand where his character was coming from. Because when he goes to school the next day, mm-hmm. he's got, like, this stuffed shirt administrator being tic-tacked, tapping yeah. his ball, like, you're late for a Well, I would, have, I would have fired his ass because he has a drunk friend in the third floor. Yeah, in the teacher's, like, lounge. In the teacher's puking. lounge or something, puking. I would have fired Hinkley's ass. What makes you think and you can invite your drunk ass friend to a school where there are children? Right, right, right. You know? Yeah. Like, that's so unprofessional. Well, and I don't think it was the teacher's lounge, but it was definitely like a very. It, it, the way he said it was, it like was the third, a school bathroom. It was, yeah, but it was like a third floor, like a same, yeah. like a, a like a locked off area, like only yeah. certain people can go in there. And they still had wall graffiti about Rhonda in there. Yeah. And I do think it was a teacher's bathroom. Yeah. So, but like. Where Hinckley's coming from, so you, when he's introduced, he seems like this really um, wide-eyed teacher. I'm mm-hmm. going to reach these kids. Yeah. But then when the administrator breathes down his neck for being like five minutes he's late. He's like, fuck off, man. <laughs> I don't want to sing no. Stop t- riding my ass. Oh, like I want to sing the national anthem. It like, hurts my throat, So bro. now he's gone from being this like wide-eyed like <laughs> idealist to being like, fuck the man. I'm too cool for you, man. Now, <laughs> at, at what point... Did schools, when you had a problem child, mm. abandon beating them in a, <laughs> in a boxing, a sanctioned I don't know, but match. he literally punches out a student. <laughs> they get into boxing gear, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to take you down, bitch, yeah, in this like, fighting match. And this Brooklyn kid for, like, days before, he's like, you're going to drink it through a straw. Because of all your broken teeth, Mr. H. H. And this was crazy, too. This, this, this bugged me, too. Like, when the Brooklyn kid comes up to me, he's like, what up? Yo, wait, let's see if I can do it. Hey, Mr. Ray, yeah. what's going on? And, like, Hinkley's like, it's actually, uh, what's his name? Ralph, I think? Yeah, like, it's Ralph Hinkley. And, like, you want him calling you Ralph? <laughs> like, the vomit? Like, I'm like, what's wrong with Mr. H? Yeah, there's nothing it's wrong not, with that. Not, oh, there's nothing wrong with and, that. And, and even if he had, like, a, a, just a personal bugaboo with, like, right. it's Hinkley. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't be like... He it's Ralph Hinkley. He doesn't... Yeah. He, I would have been like, it's Mr. Hinkley. It's Mr. Hinkley. Yeah. If you have a beef about something like that, it's Mr. Hinkley. Yeah. It's not, it's Ralph it's Hinkley. Ralph. <laughs> like, what it's... do you want me calling you, Ralph Hinkley? <laughs> hey, what's up, Ralph? <laughs> <laughs> that feels way and more disrespectful that, than Mr. Would, H. Oh my god! Yeah, it would have been, it would have been better. I have a couple of things that would have made this show better. It would have been better if the Brooklyn guy was, hey, what's up, Ralph? Yeah. And then Mr. Hinkley's like, it's Mr. Hinkley. If that's too hard for you, then you can call me Mr. H. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <Boom. laughs> exactly. <laughs> this show was dumb. <laughs> you were so excited when it was over. God, I hated this. I hated this more than last week's. Perry Mason. Oh, did you really? But I hated that for completely different, different reasons. It's different reasons. It's yeah. like a rotted orange and a rotten apple. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like they're same apples and oranges, but they're both rotten. <laughs> they're both rotten. Uh, oh yeah, and then when he goes and meets up with the drunk guy in the the the, F, the football agent, <laughs> the 
Bubby agent. The Bubba agent draws him. The federal him. breast inspector. <laughs> the federal breast inspector. <laughs> he, he draws him into this bathroom and he's like, you're not my kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I was like, whoa, whoa. coming on too strong there. <laughs> um, this school also has assembly every morning. Oh, wow. Every morning. Wow. I hated going to just like the mandatory. Um, uh, cheer cheer teams? What were they, yeah. What, what were, were they, they called? Oh my god, it's been so Oh my god, it's been so long. I don't uh, remember pep what rallies. Yes, pep rallies. I oh my god. Pep rallies so much. They were I the most too. miserable yep. experience at school. Everyone was like, hey, I was like, I'd rather I was just like, Oh my them. god, I just wanna hide now. <laughs> yeah, it was awful. And so I think I would be like Mr. H. Yeah. That's and be true. like, I don't wanna do this. I hated pep rallies. Now this was I was like, why do I have to support my school's teams? <laughs> <laughs> And as you I were, don't get it. I don't like the players, so why do I support them? Yeah. I don't I, I don't, don't understand. Ca- I don't care about this. I know what they do. Why why am I cheering them on? Yeah, I think it's it's clear neither of you would neither you and I would recommend this show. God no. I mean, I don't think it was bad as Perry Mason, but like <laughs> I don't think it's like stop what you're doing right now and go watch it. Well, it's it's pretty crazy the underlying Nazi elements. And racism. Like, like it, I, I I am I'm I'm used to like shows from that era. Yeah. Being like they are. Yeah. You know but what I, mean? I this was like really heavy on the Nazism. Yeah. But without being openly Nazi. Yeah, which seems like almost like they were like hiding yeah, it. Yeah, they were hiding it, but being like, no, we're progressive. He's a great American hero in which he's stopping Nazi. hate crime. Yeah. Yeah. But he's the Nazi epitome. And then it's weird to have this, As, this... I don't understand I don't understand it. And it's also weird that the the guy who dies at the beginning, he kind of like they brush that away so that no yeah. one has to worry about like oh and don't worry he's yes yes he's dead but he's gonna be great but he's fine he's this gonna, hate crime made him an alien who lives forever how great is that never mind about his family and friends yeah. or whatever that he's leaving by he's good he's good don't guys worry. and you know what it might be the best thing that's ever that happened. hate crime was the best <laughs> thing that ever happened to him which is. Problematic. Yeah, I. Uh, I mean, maybe we're coming at this from a very different modern perspective, but like to uh, me, know. it seems very, very problematic. Yeah. It, well, and like it, it really goes back to those like old school movies and TV shows where you kill the black guy first. Mm, you know, like, the, yeah. like that trope. Yeah. And like almost like we don't care about him. Mm-hmm. He's not a real character. Right. And like it's uncomfortable. Like I said, mm-hmm. like within the first five minutes. It's a very uncomfortable yeah. um, thing, even though it's clearly landing. Yeah, on... it started out like that, and I was like, what the fuck are we watching? Yeah, yeah, and this did not help you, I'm sure, because no. you already had no idea what I was picking. No. You had no idea I was picking this show based merely on a theme song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, so I wouldn't recommend this show, no. no. Now, if I were to improve this show, I have two things that I think might have made this show better. Okay. I think my biggest issue, well, that's look. Okay. Not my biggest issue. No, no the racism is the biggest. The ra- issue. <laughs> followed closely by the sexism. <laughs> yeah, those things. Yeah. Obviously. Okay, the let's put issue. those aside. We're just gonna... And let's talk about just standard issues. Here's where I think this show could have been improved based on its premise. Right. I think he needed to either be very into comic books <laughs> or very not against, like very against right. comic books, like. When his son is watching like Super Friends, yeah. and that's when he like breaks the fourth wall and looks at the camera, he's like, "Hey, you know, uh. I could be a superhero." Like, I think it would have been more interesting if he was like they had shown him with his kid at the beginning, 
Mm-hmm. And his kid's watching Super Friends. He's like, don't watch that stuff. That's going to rot your brain. Yeah. Superheroes are stupid. Like, you know, the real people who help this world are, are the teachers. cops and, and firemen and yeah, teachers. Those are the real doctors. heroes. Yeah. And then yeah. he gets put into the place of a Superman-type character. Right. And has to learn, like, something from that. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> learn that... No, super, superheroes are great. <laughs> you know, or to quote the show, I'll use my super breath. But he seen, yeah, <laughs> he seen, or, or ride my giant seahorse. Right? <laughs> he seems so apathetic to like super, like yeah. it, just nothing phases him. But the whole mm-hmm. situation, he, like we said before, he seems bored, yeah, or annoyed by the whole situation mm-hmm. rather than like, holy crap, aliens. an alien gave me this outfit. No, and, <laughs> Not just aliens, an alien zombie FBI agent <laughs> yeah. gave me a magic suit. Yeah. Holy crap. Holy shit, what the fuck? And I was chosen. There's no self-reflection. So he's like, you know what? I got divorce proceedings tomorrow. <laughs> I gotta uh, get up early for that you know. assembly. Jesus. Oh, I gotta, I gotta beat assembly. up a kid. I gotta beat up a kid. <laughs> I have to like <laughs> set boundaries with the girls I teach. I love how he was like, no, Rhonda only likes me because I respect her. Now send her some flowers. <laughs> and I was like, dude, you just undermined your point in the same sentence. <laughs> so I, I like there's just like I said, there's no self-reflection. Like yeah. the aliens say. Like, if aliens came down right now and gave you a magic ring or a magic suit or right. something, you're like, hey, Aaron. All right. You are going to be the greatest American hero. <laughs> because aliens love America. Aliens love America. <laughs> They're like, they, they, they want our government to thrive. <laughs> our government to thrive, thrive. and shine. <laughs> Capitalism. Hell, Hell yeah. Yeah, hey, y'all, we're the aliens, and we're here to tell you fossil fuels are great. <laughs> <laughs> I swear they were in diesel <laughs> the whole time. The spaceship like shifts gears. But like, it, and they're like, only you. If you choose not to wear this right. artifact, the will, world will die. The world will die, yeah. and it will just destroy. It's key to your genetic code. It is like either you accept this or it goes nowhere. Yeah. Wouldn't there be a point where you would maybe to the aliens themselves at that moment mm. or just on your own later be like, why me? <laughs> I think I would be screaming for a very long time. Yeah. I, I mean, okay. So think about I it. I would think I'd gone crazy. Dead alien zombie. <laughs> he still has bullet holes all over his body <laughs> with blood coming out. They didn't even give him new clothes. And he even says, I've been dead for six hours. <laughs> Isn't it great? Isn't it great? We haven't had a chance to stop at the gap yet. I'd be screaming. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I would hear what they're telling me because I, I would be screaming. I think. And then whilst screaming, mm-hmm. punching something. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think if someone had came up to me, it was like, here, put on this cape. <laughs> you're the you're the messiah. You're the alien messiah. I think I would be like, I've lost my fucking mind yeah. right now. I think this is happening. I think I'm flying right now, but in reality, I am like running down the street in my underwear I'd be like, oh with my. a sheet around my neck. I'd be like, oh my God, I got that disease that makes me see things yeah. because my eyes have gone. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh my God. Like, I got to go to a doctor right now. They don't tell anyone. No. It's like it, it, until Bill gets drunk and get, goes to the mm-hmm. lounge, he's like, we got to talk about this. <laughs> You're you're not my normal guy. Dude, I gotta bunch I gotta punch a kid. 
I'm out. Because <laughs> he definitely leaves in order to go punch that kid. Yeah, that's where he goes. That's where he goes. Like, I got prior engagement <laughs> to punch a kid. I gotta go punch a kid. It's <laughs> <laughs> just... Oh. Okay. Um, I have the... Here's a surprise. Oh. I have a surprise for y'all. <laughs> this show is a surprise. I only have one review for this show. Wait, what? Okay. This is very much like Dr. Quinn would have been. Okay. When I got the outline for that. Dr. Quinn had like zero bad reviews. Oh, yeah, because it's Dr. Quinn. Yeah, I think, yeah. The, I think the lowest review Dr. Quinn had at all mm-hmm. was a six. Wow. This one had no ones. Okay. The lowest it had was a two, mm. which is one I got. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was a three, but it was kind of just like blah, like right. whatever kind of review. And then there wasn't another bad review till again, like six or seven. Like it's a pretty well regarded show. What? Um, oh, actually, no. I do, I'm sorry. I do have a good review. Okay. I did find a decent, okay, good review. But I don't know how. I didn't really read it. Oh but, God. Uh, <laughs> well, then how do you know it's a good, decent review? It looks like I go by my gut. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I do most of this podcast just by my gut. <laughs> this is why I get surprised by some of these reviews too. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> This person, Scott, 69. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I'm not really going to listen to his opinion. He gave it a 2 out of 10. He said, OMG, a dreadful memory from my teen years. Wait. Whoa. Wait, he was a teenager Whoa. in 1981. He's using OMG. Whoa, you're using OMG and, and 69? Wait, how what old? What the f*** are you? How old is that? Grow the He's f*** a- up. Doesn't that make him like 60-something? Yeah. Ew. <laughs> Ew. 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 Scott, 69. You're a dirty old man, and you it's gross. gross. Maybe 69 is how old he is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, let's hope 69 is how old he is. Hey, when you turn 69, you go, nice. Nice. <laughs> I change all of my emails and usernames to Aaron69. For this year only. For this year only. <laughs> At Gmail. Uh, um... From the first episode, I hated this, but I had to watch it because of a family member. Wait, what? So many. Oh, I think back in the day, a lot of people only had one TV. Oh, he's talking about originally. Yeah, he said oh, he gotcha. watched it okay. when he was a teenager oh, in okay. 1981. Right. So many opportunities to be a great show lost. If I was to write, if I was to try to write a show, yeah, okay. which I'm not going to try, because it'd be so good, people would. It'd blow your mind. It'd blow your fucking mind. <laughs> Uh, that was annoying, and everyone hates. This would be it. This is Mork and Mindy. Relax on Mork and hey, Mindy. Hey, back off, what man. What do you do? This isn't Mork and Mindy. This is not Mork and Mindy. This is, about, this is Marjo Gortner <laughs> in space. <laughs> uh, wasted William Katz's career. Did William Katz have a career? I guess he was in Carrie, and he was in that <laughs> Pippin. Uh, I'm sure he did a lot of stage work still. He was great in Pippin. I saw Pippin. It's not my favorite. But okay. <laughs> okay. Here we go. We got we got a we got a ten star review from A B C I Z Damon. Just great show. Different now that I'm older. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't seen it since second grade in 1983. Probably saw a couple reruns after, but it's been a long while. <laughs> nice to see it again as an adult. Now I can enjoy the story instead of just hanging out so I can see the suit. And such a cool suit. What's that PJs? I know. He's like in a onesie. That's like an <laughs> ill-fitting onesie. Um, and Ralph flies silly. 
Now, watching as an adult love the story, it brings back childhood memories of the 80s. So you give me a 10-star review of Nostalgia. Uh, don't ever review oh, something on Nostalgia. There you go. How I miss the 80s. Oh, when white men were at the epitome of power. <laughs> we didn't have to worry about what women wanted. You could be a great American hero just based on your perm. Yeah, or eye color. <laughs> wow. But watching it in HD through their clothes and cars are... Though their colos and cars are old, they feel like they're people of today just using older stuff. What? Wait. What? Oh, so he's like reviewing the HD quality. He's like, wow, this looks like a period piece. Uh, they still make movies, shows today of people in older times. <laughs> HD sure has done wonders with this show. And Ultra HD <laughs> makes it feel like it's being filmed live. Sir, sit down. <laughs> Go to Best Buy. <laughs> sit down, sir. Just sit down. Don't like that feel, though. Sorry, we're getting off on topic. LOL. What is with these old guys with their... I don't know. Oh, my God. Stop. <laughs> but, yeah, love this show. Too bad about the attempt on Reagan's life at 81. <laughs> messing with the show's mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> any review that ends with sorry about that assassination attempt bummer that's great um, so yeah I, I i i recommend going out and listening to the theme song for the greatest american hero and having that stuck in your head for about two weeks and that will be basically like watching this show but i do not recommend actually watching this show i recommend that if you're a man older than 40 Leave the shit in the past, man. Leave it in the past. It's like it. HD. It's like my memories are Leave UHD. Leave it in the past. Move forward. Be real. Be cool. <laughs> just. They can't ever Just be cool. Be cool. They're never going to be cool. They're just be cool. never, ever, just ever going to be it, cool. Leave it where it lies, man. Just leave it. But you know what you shouldn't leave? Piloting the pilots. <laughs> <laughs> Releases each Tuesday and can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and wherever else fine podcasts can be found. As always, you can contact us with any questions or rebuttals on Twitter at Pilot Pilots or email us, pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. We would love to hear from you. And you know what? You know what? We actually really do love to hear from you. <laughs> I always love hearing from you guys. Yeah. And, you know, if you enjoy the show, well, first of all, thank you for even listening to the show. <laughs> this is like our 97th something episode. I cannot this. believe we're still doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe we're still doing this. But, you know, the quest continues to watch all the shows ever made. All the shows. We had to totally get rid of Casper Van Dien. We were like, yeah. we don't have time for that. We don't have time for in-flight movies. We, not, we have not had time for in-flight no. movies. No. Because we couldn't even watch a full <laughs> pilot of this show. <laughs> um, we only watched part one. We're ended with him punching out a kid. <laughs> knocks out the kid. The end. He like, gives thumbs up to the camera freeze frame. I did it. <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, you know what? You don't even have to listen to this song. I've sung it enough that it's probably stuck in everybody's head for not like a month. Oh, it will be. Oh, it will be. But yes, thank you for listening uh, mm -hmm. every week. And if you feel so inclined, please rate and review us on Apple iTunes. Yes, please. You know, subscribe mm -hmm. if you haven't already. Yeah. Uh, next week, I don't know what we're going to watch because we're going to watch this next week. So do you have anything you want to watch in between? Because we got two weeks 
for before Moon Knight. Well, I I don't know, but I don't want to watch anything like this for for a while. I've, <laughs> I've been having issues with what we've been watching lately. Right. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm gonna leave it up to you. So you yeah. want to watch? I, I wanted Doctor Quinn. <laughs> I wanted her so bad. <laughs> yes. Well, <clears throat> I'll I'll figure it out. You know, did you? Because I don't know. I don't know. Have you ever seen the lead male? male lead in, I think is how they usually <laughs> say that, in Dr. Quinn. He had some great hair. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. yeah. I used to watch that show. I don't remember him. Oh, my God. He had, like, Fabio hair. Did he? Yeah. You want to pull it up? Yeah. Show me Fabio. Well, he's not Fabio, but, like. <laughs> Fabio was before my time. I really wish I could have put him on covers. That would have been fun. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, my God. That is awesome. What the hell? Look at that hair. Great. It's great. So, I don't know. I I think you should pick the next one because I don't want to put you into anything else that you're not going to want to watch. Right, right, right. So, uh, do you have anything in particular you're looking at right now? No. So, I guess it'll be a surprise next time. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a surprise. I don't know of any TV shows at this point. I mean, I'm really excited about Obi-Wan Kenobi. But that doesn't come out until like May, I think. I mean, I'm so excited. It looks good. I'm so excited. The trailer makes it look good. Finally, Star Wars is back to magic. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. You've been talking about this nonstop. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I'm so sick of just like these Mandalorians. (laughs) There's so many of them for a dying race. There's tons of them. Yeah. And and like all the shows are basically like pew pew. And it's like, no, we didn't like Star Wars because of the guns necessarily. Right. It was the laser swords and wizards yeah, that we were into. It was into. the magic. Yeah. The force. Come on. It was cool. I'm, and I'm not even saying, like, you know, Mandalorian doesn't have a place. Right. I'm just saying one shows enough. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, we'll let you pick another one because I don't, because I, you know, you've had to sit through two that you haven't really been a, a fan of. That's fine. <laughs> Because, like, I would say 95% of the shows we've watched, I haven't been a fan of. Most of the shows. Yeah. I've I've discovered over the course of these Mm -hmm. 90-something episodes that I don't really like TV. Yeah, I don't either. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Weird. (laughs) No, it's not that there's nothing on now. It's that there was never anything on ever. Ever. Interesting. You Hmm. know what? Go outside, guys. Take a walk in the... Don't, don't. You know what? Just play a video game and shoot things. Or do whatever. Do yeah. whatever. No, you know what? Do whatever <laughs> you like to do. But know that TV is probably the worst solution. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll see you next week for some surprise show. All right. Bye. Love you. Love you.